I'm Tanner Olson, and this is episode six of Walk a Little Slower, a podcast where I share a little hope, a little love, and a little bit of what I've been learning. This is a podcast where you are invited to slow down, to lean in, to hold fast, and to eventually keep going. Today, we are talking about poetry. Welcome. Recently, I was a guest on the Overthinkers podcast, an episode that I'll link in the show notes, but we had this incredible conversation about the resurgence of poetry. Now, it's been said that poetry is having a moment. Like, if you go to Target, you're going to find poetry books on the shelves there. Poetry is all over the place, and I, for one, I'm extremely happy about this because, well, it's my job. But I also believe that poetry shouldn't just be having a moment but it should be part of our lives, like dessert. At the time I'm recording this, it is the month of April, which is National Poetry Month. In poetry, it invites us to slow down. It invites us to open our eyes and our hands to the world that is around us. Poetry can can change the way that we view the world and lead us to live a more curious life. Recently, a friend asked me what a poet does. Now, it's, it's a fair question. I asked them, what they thought I did, and they told me that that they pictured me writing poetry in sweatpants and drinking coffee all day. And that's not totally wrong, but it's also not completely correct. Maybe the best way that I can answer this question is by sharing a poem with you titled, What is a Poet's Job? I wrote this in October of 2021, and it goes like this. What is a poet's job? It is my job to share of the beauty within and around you, to look ahead and behind, remind you of a love greater than all we will ever know, to point out the changing and falling leaves, moose and mangoes, the sunrise and sunset and the light and darkness between, the pain of the silent and the struggle of Tuesday mornings, to hold tight the past with forgiven hands and this growing understanding of grace. It is my purpose to crack the darkness and expose the light to see you and your heaviness and offer hope. It is not my job to understand it all or to tell you that you are wrong or to find a word that rhymes with orange because nothing rhymes with orange or wolf. I know, you're trying to think of a word that does. And it is my job to get you to think and slow down and breathe deep and lean in and try again because you and I were made to try again. I am here to grow older and stand still and be silent and walk a little slower and write of what I see and hear and feel and learn and hate. And I hate many things like, like stairs. I hate stairs and they are everywhere. But one day when my knees decide that they have had enough, I will miss what I once hated. Just like fourth grade and cursive and how my classmate used to pick his fingernails and how I was still hungry after three slices of pizza. Don't you miss being able to eat three slices of pizza? My first day in heaven, I'm having three slices of pizza even if I have to walk upstairs to get them. But while I'm here, While I'm here, I'll create a space where you can grieve and scream and dream and question and curse and you can tell me that I am wrong. I am a fool for the things beyond this world, for there is something more, but but while I'm here, I'll invite you to an open seat. I'll say, welcome home when you are alone. I'll write through the fear and division and change and, and Tuesdays, I have hope.
you not you cannot take that away from me but i also know regrets and heartache and pain and depression and what it's like to be paralyzed by the overwhelming unknown and god knows that i fear ending up being cold and alone but i have written through it all and i am still here and he is still good and i'll tell you more tomorrow We were standing in line for Philly cheese steaks in downtown Philadelphia. It was a spring afternoon and we were exploring the city before a friend's wedding. At the time, I was working at a church in Austin, Texas, while also spending most evenings and mornings working on becoming a full-time writer. The line for these cheese steaks was out the door. I stood close to my friend Justin in this tiny building that couldn't have held more than 30 people. The man behind me had entered my personal bubble and then proceeded to strike up a conversation. Now, now I believe that I'm a friendly person, but sometimes people can be so friendly that they are actually rude. He asked, so, so what do you do? Which is a strange first question to ask somebody who you have never talked to before. Now, I could understand if he asked, you know, are you from around here? Are you going with cheese whiz or slices or even what's your name? I could even understand if you wanted to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles or Rocky Balboa or the Liberty Bell, but to start a brand new conversation with a stranger in a crowded room with, so what do you do? It's an interesting choice. Well played, sir. And he put me in this pickle. Now, I could tell him that I worked at a church or that I was a poet. I contemplated lying just to say that I worked for the government and that's all that I can share with you. I probably should have just gone with that. Now, if I said that I worked at a church, he would have given me one of three responses. The first one, he said that he, he would have explained how he attends church and how he loves the Lord. Second, he, he would have confessed that he goes to church on Christmas and Easter, but, but that's really it. Or he would have asked me why I hate certain groups of people or why I believed in a God at all. Sure, that would have been a wonderful time to give witness to the beautiful truth that I hold fast to, but, but I was hot and I was hungry. And again, personal bubble, man. So I told him that I was a poet. And his eyes, they got big. And then he said, you know what you should do? Now, now I'm not sure this guy has ever had a conversation before. He was not sticking to the script when it came to speaking with strangers. And now I applaud him for his boldness, but I was really hungry and I was not in the mood for something new. But I asked, what? And then he said, you should write political poetry. Everyone would read it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll think about that, is what I said. And my face said different. I said, well, have a good day. And I turned around. The other day I came across this anonymous quote about poetry. Poetry is the very thing that can open our eyes to the glory of God. The words of the poet offer something honest and hopeful, words that seek to open our eyes to the glory and the goodness of God, to invite you to not look down but up and around to remind you that you can, and to point your eyes to God to remember that He is with you and around you and for you, to help you accept and celebrate and see beauty and pain and the colors and emotions between to challenge what you think you know or feel or believe. The work of the poet shows you that you can slow down, 
Their words, they can remove the weight off your shoulders and shine a light on the darkness and pain. The work of a poet displays how God is truly in all things. Their words can pull open the curtains and point that he is there, right there with you and in front of you and next to you and somehow in you. And when you write poetry, and, and I think that you should, I hope you'll come to see the power of your words. Not only in the words you write, but also how they are found on the page. The action of taking what's inside and seeing it on a page or a screen. The beauty of letting go and leaning in and being honest because you owe it to yourself to be honest. And poetry, just like honesty, it can change the world. Thanks for listening to this episode of Walk a Little Slower. If you have a question that you'd like to submit, you can send it to writtentospeak at gmail.com or you can just send me a message on Instagram or Facebook as well. As always, you can find me online at at writtentospeak or at writtentospeak.com. If you'd like to support this podcast and my ministry, you can visit patreon.com slash writtentospeak to become a patron. Your monthly donations allow me to spread hope and announce love through written and spoken word just like this podcast. You are also invited to subscribe and to share this episode of Walk a Little Slower with every single person that you've ever met in your whole entire life ever. I'm kidding, but maybe I'm not. Well, with that, here is to walking a little slower and to writing poetry, because I think you should. I think you should write poetry. 